welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashy's news stories. My name is Erica and I am your host. Hello and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on all the week's trashiest stories. Oh, fuck. I wanted to see if I could do it from memory. <laughs> My name is Cassandra and I'm your other host. Shit. I even scrolled up to the top of our document. I was like, ooh, is it up there? I want to say it. This is to be a really good bit. How was it? nailed it honestly <laughs> our listenership doubled in the last 12 seconds we have 123 episodes now yes and the fact that i don't know that by memory doesn't make me feel bad because you very frequently do have it on the top of the document so i can't say 100 percent that you even know it by name by memory jesus sure. it's been I- a rough day <laughs> I could watch the montage of people reciting the Nicole Kidman AMC preamble. We come to I, this place. <laughs> I saw um, like a Dodge Charger, some sort of like testosterone f- fueled vehicle that was like matte black and on this and it had a sticker that said um, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> That black Dodge Charger is the was, straightest vehicle I've ever heard. And with the, one of the gayest bumper stickers I've ever seen. It was Gay- iconic. I loved it. I I'm loved it. I'm wearing a shirt right now that says somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Like, oh my God. I'll send you a snapshot. Listeners Please. just know. It's cool. <laughs> I, I saw Megan in theaters and me three. Oh, yeah, in, okay. You know? yeah. And I said to my friend that invited me, I was like, I mean, we laughed. At one point, I mean, there's just some laugh parts in it. But at one mm-hmm. point, a man in the theater yelled, hey, shut up. This is a book of funny to the theater mm-hmm. as we were giggling. But mm-hmm. I said to my friend, I was like, thanks so much for inviting me. My only note is that we didn't see this in an AMC so that we couldn't all preamble with Nicole Kidd. <laughs> but it was one of those theaters that had recliners and you ordered food to your table and heated seats, which I had Alamo? on half the movie. No, it wasn't an Alamo. It wasn't one of the ones you think. It was like this little like one-off brand one in Glendale. Oh, okay. But I had my heated, heated seats. On. Half the fe- movie. And I was Jesus. Like, I, Does I was someone like, lull you to sleep? Yeah, I was like, it's hot in here. And then I looked down and this little light was on in my chair and I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? I'm trying to enjoy this vibe. And then it was like heated seat on. Oh, such an idiot hey you're trashy you remember your first time with a heated seat did you think you're <laughs> peeing yourself or is it just me my dad used to so my dad had heated seats in one of his vehicles years and years ago okay whenever. uh rich hilton yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh he had heated seats my but- god did all four windows go down too? Jeez. All right, all right, fine. I don't like talking about how much money we have. We're not rich, we're comfortable. Oh, <laughs> I hate God. when rich people say shit like that. But the point of the story is my dad had heated seats and he was sitting with a friend, like a new friend that had just moved to our town. Mm-hmm. And my dad turned on the heated seats. Mm. And him and the guy were just talking, getting to know each other, like sitting in my dad's truck. <laughs> but he, and then that guy started sweating real bad <laughs> but my dad wasn't like hey you're heated seats he was just trying to see how long and eventually the guy was like can we can we roll a window down is it just a little warm in here and then my dad's like well your heated seats on like he had done it to himself anyway male friendships are weird because it feels like they're just mean to each other some 
<laughs> that was a really good friend of my dad for years. It's uh, I don't know how to never mind. I can't. No. I, <laughs> well, I feel like I've known many, many men in my time. Not to mm. brag. Ooh. <laughs> I've met many men. You're the Whitney Houston of men. I don't get uh, it. I'm every woman. Oh, you know when somebody's like, name a woman, and then the reply is Whitney Houston. No. Oh, oh, it's like a. Th- I don't, oh God, it feels so stupid. I'm not gonna explain an internet thing, but it's like somebody's like, oh, you're a feminist. <laughs> name every woman, and then the reply will just be like Whitney Houston. Because she says, I'm every woman in that song. Anyway, that is the right answer. Let's go on with your part. I'm sorry. That was no, a bad it's fine. Joke. <laughs> I think because I'm just look, I have a think piece uh, that I'm clearly starting right now. <laughs> Men who go, ah, I just I never know what to talk about with my dad. But then I like see them interact with their dad <laughs> and they talk about like sports for four hours. And you're like, what do you mean? You guys are able to talk longer than I can talk to my mom and they're like yeah but we just like discuss one subject and that's so interesting to me yeah yeah I I know exactly what you're yeah they're like well we didn't we didn't talk about anything I mean we talked we talked about sports (laughs) you're like do y'all like each other (laughs) yeah like I yeah, I, uh, yeah. That that's talking to me, it and your dad fun. loves it. No, of course, of they course, love they love talking about sports. <laughs> they can't get enough of it. They can't get enough sports. They're like it's... sports over here, sports over there, <laughs> sports up, sports down, sports forward. Remember when you played sports, and then they remember, played oh, sports. Remember that... when I oh I played sports, and actually he played sports, and they played sports, and no one was good at sports. <laughs> you get it sports oh my god and did you hear about that other guy that played sports it's true that guy had long hair at one point that's crazy that's crazy they'll let anybody in here Uh, okay what uh speaking of sports so another story my dad was at a sports game okay i told the story last week about my incredible performance in a school christmas pageant play yes yes my dad was with the guy who was recording and laughed so hard, like was purple in the face. He was laughing so hard. Like I was like, oh my God, this man's going to have a heart attack because like oxygen's not getting to all of him because he's laughing so hard at my performance, not the <laughs> fact that I fell. It was my delivery, of course, that I was yeah. taking that all in for. Of course. My dad was at a game and is going to see him again this week. And I said, you got to get me those tapes. Mm-hmm. I know they've got home video, but you got to get me those tapes. So hopefully we're there and I have some progress on what I'm calling the Kosovo tapes. Okay. Sounds like it's a mission or (laughs) government. I mean, if not the name itself, the fact that you're saying you have progress on it definitely sounds like a mission. So I, I am Facebook friends with my sixth grade teacher's daughter. Uh We were very Uh good friends. Found her, messaged her asked about the sixth grade Kosovo assignment. She said, hey, you know, replied, hope all's well, you know, pleasantries, of course. I left him with teacher blank when I, you know, retired from Sterling. Great. 
You reached out to the teacher? Oh, baby, I got to get my hands on those tapes. Oh, wait, hold on. My DoorDash is here. Oh, is it burrito break time? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you've just stumbled on a trashy, trashy burrito break. And we'd like to thank our patrons, (laughs) Tina Curry and Victoria, for making this burrito break possible by being supporters of this podcast monthly at a pledge of 99 cents, 299, 499, which you can support through anchor.com. You can give us more burrito breaks in the book. Go get your burrito. We'll cut all this shit. Isn't <laughs> I I think what we should do is go, this is time for a burrito bake, and then we should make a theme song that burrito. isn't offensive. Yes. Somehow. Yes. Not a goddamn uh, horn in it. I'm coming. I'm gonna I gotta get a burrito. Okay. Dear listeners, you can become a burrito break supporter by going to trashy trashy podcast.anchor.com and pledging 99 cents a month, 299, $4.99, $9.99 a month, and become a patron of this podcast through the support feature with Anchor. That's right. Anchor, the ad at the beginning, our podcast platform allows you to become a financial backer of this podcast so you can help support more burrito breaks in the future thank you so much for choosing trashy trashy podcast and thank you so much to our patrons victoria and tina for their pledges we look forward to bringing you more stories between burrito breaks welcome back okay you know what he said to me what he said well first of all he got me on whatsapp doordash and text which i was like okay you know (laughs) um but uh, he he was like What's your name? And I was like, Cassandra. And he was like, nice to meet you. Can you give me five stars on the app? I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Forward? I mean, he was like older. So like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, I, but like, damn. Like, <laughs> I haven't even looked at the food yet. I haven't even taken a look at the product. Right. How do I know? Right. Well, I, I always give most of the time the dasher, unless they've done something horrific. The fives. But yeah. then the, the restaurants where I really get into the. That's where the, the scrutiny can could possibly come in you know i heard as i was walking away before i lost um connection that perhaps <laughs> you were uh recording some sort of burrito break promo <laughs> just i was just cutting promos who knows sure. like a wrestler i was just i was just like we could use this in the future <laughs> i love it eat your burrito now, now you welcome s- back from the oh. burrito break oh well yeah i mean i'll, I'll take a bite i guess Take a couple bites. Yeah, get some fuel in you, girl. I'm not even hungover. I didn't have a drop of alcohol last night. So you're getting your hands on the Kosovo tapes. Oh, yes. Anyway, I put out I put out feelers to all the potential holders of the Kosovo tapes. So one, I hopefully we'll have possession of them soon in some way, maybe a digital archive. And then and then I can destroy them so that the world will never see <laughs> this abomination. I mean, as of right now, no one will. You're the one who's unearthing them. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I've been saying the Kosovo tapes all week to Winston because I don't think he listens to this podcast. And what? I'm like, so I've been like, I'm trying to get a hold of the Kosovo <clears throat> tapes. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, babe, I'm leaving you. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep you protected in this. I'm, right now you have plausible deniability. I need you to stay clean on this. It must be it, fun to date you. It's I'm just a fountain of bits. It's just a good time all the time. A fountain of bits. Hey, fountain of bits. Why are you trash? All right. Well, speaking of fountains, I uh-huh. being surrounded by water. I, Sandra, I need to know if this is classy or trashy because I think this should go to the listeners, right? Okay. 
Is being haunted by a ghost classy or trashy? Ooh, I suppose it depends on the haunting location. Okay, define that further. Well, if you're being haunted because you live in a grand historic mansion or you're at a fancy hotel, then it's kind of classy, you know? But if you're being haunted... I think like your average everyday haunting, like something about you is attracting ghosts. You know, if you're just at the Coral Cafe because you saw a ghost uh, video, you know, Coral Cafe in Burbank, California, (laughs) the number one spot to go after show choir shows or when you graduated high school to smoke cigarettes (laughs) and eat. You and the cops. There was like a video that there was like a ghost in the bathroom or whatever. So like, I think like, if you're ghost hunting or a ghost is just following you because there's something about you, then that kind of gets into trashy territory. But if you put yourself in a position mm-hmm. that you didn't realize was haunted, like you were saying this with finding that tape, you know, of you falling in the school play. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. my thought went to, oh, the VHS tapes in the attic. Oh, that's where you find the tape that Bagul lives on in <laughs> the the whatever the fuck his movie was that was so scary so i guess it i don't know it just kind of depends you know did you stumble in unknowingly to a haunted situation and now you're there you know what can you do but if you're kind of calling the ghost to you that's you know it kind of rides the line so why are you being haunted okay so i was home alone the other day i was taking a bath the bathroom door was open because i was home alone I needed here for, you know, cat emergencies or whatever. It's a luxury. I'm home alone. I never get to take a bath during the day. So I'm sitting there, you know, warm water. Get a job. I I need one (laughs) desperately. So So I'm sitting there and about two and a half feet off the ground. Again, door wide open. I see a man's slipper, Winston slipper. He got big old feet. He a, he a big, tall boy. I see Slipper fly across the threshold of the door. What? Like no. feet off the ground. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, I, again, I'm in the bathtub. I'm in a vulnerable state. So I, I, I say, I said, ghost, I'm giving you a warning shot and I'm coming out. Is that how you speak to ghosts? I don't know. But I gave him a warning and then I came out. Yeah grabbed a knife from the kitchen and then locked myself in the bathroom winston was at you have two cats you remember that right they are not powerful enough to throw a big old slipper okay two and a half feet in the air it was flying all right anyway i called winston he's at disneyland and he's trying to assess the situation but also be like this is stupid and funny but trying to you know be like okay babe we have cats he's trying to go through all the logistics stuff and i'm like there's a fucking ghost in this apartment and I haven't and he's checking the cameras we have in the house and then I'm like Winston ghosts aren't going to show up on cameras they're spect you know they're spectrals anyway so I was like all right this is crazy I'm scared I, ha- I had a knife beside me the rest of the day so you can't stab a ghost though babe yeah, it just it was like a it was like an amulet. It just made me feel like I was being protected or something. It just made me you feel gotta grab some garlic or oh, you know. know. I know. So then that night I'm washing my face. Winston's home. I'm washing my face. I'm putting my serums on. And I got a serum somehow in my eye, and I thought I was going blind. 
And then I was washing my face, butt ass naked, putting the serums on. I start screaming. It was the most painful thing I've ever had happen in like, I thought I was going blind for a moment. So I'm, I'm screaming, help, help. Winston comes in. He, he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, my eyes are going blind. I'm, I'm just like cry screaming. And he's like, you just need to put your hand down and, and wash your, the serums out of your eyes. Meanwhile, I can't find the sink. I'm patting around the bathroom. We have a small bathroom. <laughs> I think they've just like, you know, somehow been taken away. I'm just like in some other world because the ghost assassins are coming for me. And Winston's just trying to like put a towel on me and help me rinse it out of my eye. And he's also just trying to like keep a straight face on the situation because I am butt naked, holding one eye, can't seem to find the water that's running. But he's trying to be very supportive and helpful at the same time and like tell me there's not a ghost assassin trying to get you. You just have a soap in your eye. It was kind of giving like... It was great. Like A24 movie. Yes. Um, where, you know, like people are going to watch it and they'd be like, wow, they should have listened to her. Yes. Thank you. Anyway. So I or they're ghost- watching and they're going, wow, look at this man standing by his partner as she slowly descends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was funnier than it. That it was just so absurd. And I was like, are ghost assassins coming for me? Am I being haunted? And I was like, is this a trashy situation or is this so classy that ghosts are coming for me? So really listeners, let us know anyway. Anyway, so that was, that was me and my ghost serums. And now I'm I'm afraid I live in a converted old hotel. This building's like a hundred years old. I mean, the vibe of your place definitely is, you know, I would say ripe to be haunted. Like I would buy it. Yeah. Although, and they're doing a lot of construction. So I'm like, did somebody, oh, they're shaking them loose, shake them loose, unhouse mm-hmm. something like mm. rattle somebody's chains, you know, crazy. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, I'm either slowly descending into madness. <clears throat> I'm haunted or two things happened without correlation that both have logistical explanations. You lit, <laughs> but I'm conflating it when you, when you bathe with the door open. Yeah, that's fair. Like that sounds cold. Nah, not if you keep the water running the whole time. Are you is that a joke? Of course. We're in a we're yeah, of course. We live in a desert. The way you said of course <laughs> makes me feel like you realize that you're in the wrong, but don't want to admit it. Anyway, how are you, trash darling? You know, I'm a little bit split because I went to Vegas uh this last weekend and a lot of trashy things happened naturally. But also, I had a really crazy night last night that I don't know, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm going to just go with last night. Okay. But I am just going to read this one sentence from my trash document. Because Taylor had said to me, see, honey, you're not trash. You're wearing a fur coat. And I was wearing a fur coat that was four different colors and sipping truly. And so I wrote mostly wrote this down because I'm afraid that Taylor's be developing a bit of a Stockholm syndrome with my trash and is no longer able to recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll rub <clears throat> off. It, it'll yeah, rub off on someone. I'll tell you what, girl, we went, we walked around and we got drinks everywhere we saw. Cause that's what you do. We were not gamblers. So we had to do something with our time. By the way, the strip 
well, whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll save this one until later, but we got shots at the Flamingo and two, two ice cold Coors banquet beers. And, you know, like you do again, and he's telling me I'm not trash. He's trash now, but man, these shots, it's like two shots of Grey Goose chilled, please. Idiot. (laughs) He poured us like six shots. Like, and he gave us, he's like, here you go. Just like these, you know, like eight ounce plastic cups, three quarters full of straight vodka chilled. (laughs) And we still tried to shoot him. No, no. So it was like this thing of like, okay. And then like, so like literally trying not to just projectile vomit just to get this vodka down into my system. Why? I don't know. I could have sipped it. Or or like just shot as much as I wanted and got rid of the rest. But I yeah. forced it down and we paid for it the next day. Anyways, this is not why I'm trash. I just needed to put that out there because that was originally why I was trash. And I was going to, you know, embellish that to be a 15 minute story, which goes to show <laughs> that me and Erica can be wordy. So now Taylor is gone. He has left to go up to San Jose with his dad to watch the 49ers game. And I am alone. I had plans with a friend last night, but he had to cancel. And because his, you know, whatever girlfriend had a bad, I don't know. I don't need to get into his fucking life. It's not his podcast. <laughs> Anyways, my friend canceled on me. <laughs> I, like, I feel like I have to justify why I was alone. I was alone. Okay. I was alone on a Friday night and I'm not going to apologize for it. I had plans. They fell through. Fucking lock me up. Things happen. So it's like, what am I going to do with my night? And nothing that's like was is on my like watch list is like something that's not also on my partner's watch list. This is, you know, one of the hardest parts about being in a relationship is that you are no longer allowed to enjoy television that's really good without the other person around. You have to only enjoy things that are not as good. So I uh I was like, what am I going to do with myself? And so I was like, you know what? Maybe a little bit of Sims. Just a little bit. Just, just a taste. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Girl, I started playing Sims around 9. I didn't go to bed until 1 a.m. Wow. I don't even know how it happened. And I forgot, like, what kind of hole you can fall into when you're just playing God, you know? <laughs> and I learned... Like hot tip for any Sims heads out there, make make one of your Sims an artist, like a painter, because they make money. Uh, first of all, they love it. They're having the best time. So much fun, you know, okay. painting. So you got those moodlets are up. And then and then their paintings, like the better they get at painting, the more that their paintings sell. So I had little Sim Taylor. He was painting masterpieces. <laughs> Like literally they were like, oh my God, he painted a masterpiece and it's selling for 4,000 simoleons and you don't even got to leave the house, you know? Wow. So I'm living better. I'm living better now than I ever have without a cheat code. Here I was like a fucking idiot, you know, putting in the hard work, putting them, making them go jogging, making them go to work, making them read, read books on logic, you know, making themselves talk to themselves in the mirror and practice a speech to get their charisma up. I'm doing everything right. And all I needed to do was do the exact opposite of the real world 
and just make them be artists. <laughs> as as someone who is not sent, never never got into the sim, mm. it it is insane sounding sometimes. Really, I made him practice a speech to get his charisma, but all I hear is the guy from like Taxi Driver, like. Like, you know what I mean? Like Robert yeah. De Niro's character, <laughs> taxi driver, like in the mirror. Look, <laughs> Travis Bickley. What's his... anyway? Somebody's yelling, but I just picture like your character is like slowly becoming unhinged. <laughs> He's practicing a speech in the mirror. That's. I mean, so there's like a whole mischief track that I've oh. never taken before. Yeah, you can become like a very high-powered villain or criminal. <laughs> or if you like, if you take the astronaut track, you can either become an astronaut or you can become an interstellar smuggler, you know, secret agent track. You can become a villain or a secret agent. And then there's just like the criminal track where like the end, like the best you could do is become a mob boss. I never do them though, because like, yeah. you know, become I, I come attached to all of the Sims that live in my city. Of course. And I don't want to have this one dickhead running around <laughs> because if I'm not playing them, they're still there. You know, uh, and they're still doing stuff in and the background. Yeah, because that's what they do. Uh, they're a criminal. And I don't, I, you know, I don't want a city with crime. Yeah, and you that's, can't be having that. And that's a Cassandra Cardenas promise. Speaking, Speaking of, just, of police. Let's get into our first story. This has been <laughs> the wildest intro. From theguardian.com, North Carolina police chase a man in stolen tractor ramming into oncoming traffic. Boys. You've got to stop do doing that. If you're going to steal a tractor, right side of the road. Come on. Have you ever seen Tractor Holland? No. Oh, it was a, like a fixture of like the state fair, local fair communities. And yeah, it was, it was called a, like a tractor it's haul. Called tra- it's tractor pulls. Tractor pulls. Yeah. Tractor pulls. Who pulls it? Like a, a person pulls a tractor, right? No. Oh, no. That's like, that's like strongman stuff. No, it's like, so it's basically... <laughs> it 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 it, it's somebody pulling a tractor like pulling a heavy weight and they like ramp them up and they do like wheelies it's called power pulling in some places too but they wait so it is a strongman thing for tractors (laughs) right because they were like what's the heaviest thing we have yeah they they have these like big (laughs) sleds and and they pull them but then they do these like They'll just spin up mud. Oh my god, a tractor pull! I gotta see if there's one in California. We gotta, we gotta go. I'm, I'm gonna put that on the 2023 trash bucket list. list. I'll go. Yeah, yeah. Tractor pull CA 2023. All right, we're <laughs> maybe April 1st and Turlock, California. We'll be there anyway. Where the fuck is Turlock? Great. Question. I hope it's near Corona, because then we can go to the spa. <laughs> it's a oh it's mid valley mid valley damn anyway we'll figure it out anyway oh they got this- a costco though Ooh, girl they got a costco <laughs> don't hey don't count them out don't count them out costco but this guy stole the tractor he rammed into oncoming traffic and police say the tractor was being operated by someone the department was very familiar with and his name was we're not going to name him but chef's kiss to the name but yeah oh teasing the people you got to read the article from theguardian.com true but, but the police cheat oh god why why do you think his name is so good hicks ronnie hicks i, I don't know they're just like i knew hicks growing up and they just like 
were Hicks, you know, like, sure. This is, he, he was doing his namesake. Yeah. Just like Papa Hicks before him. Yeah. Feels right. Feels right. All right. The police chief said that they received a call about the traffic, about a tractor driving erratically in a parking lot, trying to hit pedestrians. Tractors don't move hella fast. So this is interesting but it hits yeah, kind of feels like a feels like a them problem but i also don't want to be rude no 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 if somebody comes at me with the tractor i'm still going to be very pissed it's just um but uh this tractor hit several vehicles a police car a dumpster and a church <laughs> damn he was uh the, the eventually they shot the front tires out of the tractor it drew it drove a few more miles and turned into a private drive the driver oh. <laughs> jumped out began wielding a knife and he was then tasered by a police officer and taken into custody <laughs> i wonder what race old ronnie hicks is Uh-oh. no images are shown so no images. you know he would have gotten away with it had he been driving driving that nice that nice bmw that went on three wheels for an, a two hours of a car chase, you know, a few months ago. <laughs> That's true. That's Shoot true. out the wheels on that. It's like, bitch, and that should be a BMW commercial. It's just, it was. I in- want one. I want yeah, one exactly. now. <laughs> I have like- no intentions to get in a car chase, but if I ever do, I'm not doing shit in the car I'm in now. That's BMW's, for sure. BMW commercials are always just like perfume commercial where it's just like yeah. a lot of vibe. You know, yeah. you're like BMW at the perfume. <laughs> German engineering. And they're just like <laughs> going around like mountain sides and shit. It's like, no, yeah. I want to see that shit on the 110 with no, <laughs> with only three tires. Yeah. Evading traffic. Yeah. 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 Sell some BMWs. But anyway, they well, might be it's... attracting the wrong crowd, you know. Yeah. Well, speaking of the wrong crowd, I feel like this would have drew, drew me in immediately just by the smell. But yeah, so from the New York Post.com, a historic Wisconsin canal, didn't know those existed, has been clogged by melted butter after a dairy plant fire. Time to bust out the lobster and crab legs in Wisconsin. Oh, we I have why that character came out. <laughs> I am from old Wisconsin. <laughs> now, but let yeah. me see here, shall we from Wisconsin? Remember, did you ever see that? Um, SNL uh sketch main justice. Yes. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> One of the best. Look it up. Look it up. Pause yeah. the podcast. Watch Main Justice. Watch the first one. The first one. Don't. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. the second one, when they tried to recreate it, she's not the same. That's when Jamie Foxx was the was the bailiff, oh, if yes. you're looking for the correct one. Yeah. Anyways, so oh, there was a side dairy- note. Oh, Some tractor hauling. <laughs> events coming up at the riverside county fair in february ah! the 17th 21st and 22nd monster trucks tractor hall demolition derby all sorts of fun stuff oh we doing it baby i don't got shit else to do okay so sorry this is i have not taken my adhd medicine in a couple of days and i think it accumulates because my brain is like this melted butter. So there's a dairy fire, which of course, you know, dairy fire going to make the butter melt. And no. um, dairy, dairy fire going to make dairy. the butter melt. <laughs> As the classic saying goes, dairy fire going to make the butter melt. <laughs> uh, 
So it was running down like thick, three inches thick on step on the steps of this canal. They it started around 9 p.m. on Friday. There was no injuries, but there's yeah, there's a lot of butter. There's a lot of butter in this canal. And Wisconsin cheese heads are mourning everywhere. Uh, and so fun fact, this 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 gooey mess started at Associated Milk Producers, Inc., which is AMPI, which is the dairy collective that my grandparents sold their milk to. And I now am a collector of vintage AMPI merchandise. So I have a beanie and I have a satin tour jacket of AMPI stuff. So if you see anything AMPI, holler at your girl, send me a link. Let me know. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gobble that shit up. It reminds me of my grandparents and it also is just vintage and cool. Anyway. Coming soon, the collector's gold coin of the Butterfire of 2023. <laughs> Fingers crossed I get my hands on it. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. If you call now, we'll throw in a second. <laughs> These will not last long. Speaking of uh, throwing in a second. Hello. Get into our next story from whalesonline.co.uk good segue babe that was great thank you that was great you know it's sometimes the adhd medicine keeps me on the rails and sometimes it keeps me off the rails in just the right way so yep i like it stop taking pills (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) we're here to tell you stop off of them you don't need them don't don't wean yourself off with a doctor's consent just cold turkey Hey, you forget to take them? No problem. We would never. We no. would never. No. Man. Not doctors, no not mental health professionals, not, not lawyers. Even close. Barely journalists. Girl, not nothing. <laughs> Truly not nothing. <laughs> You're taking you. baths in the middle of the day, and I'm playing Sims for six hours straight. We Don't are, take we, advice we from are, us. We are not, we are not credible to do anything but what we're doing right now <laughs> true <laughs> this oh. is our dream job <laughs> so oh. what happened was that there is a welsh man who went viral for doing something pretty impressive for a, with a pint of beer absolutely so you you should absolutely watch the video uh i highly recommend going to the show notes on this episode and going to see this known locally as farmers as he was born in his local pub the farmer's arms Ryan Jones prides himself on the way he does this fascinating pub trick. So videos now, are... Oh, go ahead. I couldn't find the video. I went oh. to the article and it wasn't loading, but I did Google Welsh man drinks pint of beer without hands. And I uh-huh. found another video. And if, so if it's the same trick, then great. If it's not, then there's people who know a lot of tricks out there. Uh, so they, they they track down the man behind these viral videos and he so he loves opera he loves singing you know it's very nice but he's a father and a truck driver and he was destined for drinking greatness and so <laughs> he was at his you know with his boys in a pub in december and they ask him hey can you do that old pub trick just one more time just for old time's sakes sing it again for us just one more time just one more time joe and so he he downed a pint using two glasses only one of which he was allowed to touch it reached millions of viewers he's like 
I've been doing it for 30 years. No, that's not a Welsh accent. Hold on. That's t- I'm sorry. Wales, my bad. You know, not the most offensive thing I've ever tried. But no, no. The Welsh accent is is particularly lovely. I do enjoy it. But he's like, I've been doing these tricks since I was a teenager. I've got loads of tricks. This is just one of them. I've kept them over. T- I've kept over 10 pubs over the years. How nice. So the one guy I saw, yeah, (laughs) he has, okay. So it's two glasses, right? Mm -hmm. There's an empty one that's faced like upside down. Mm -hmm. And then there's another glass that has the beer in it. Again, Mm -hmm. in this case. So what this man did was he took the empty one by the corner in his mouth, like up, like kind of went at it upside down so that, and it grabbed onto it with his mouth, like suction or whatever. So that when he came back up, the glass was facing right side up. Mm-hmm. And then the glass that he's allowed to touch with his hands, he poured the beer into the one that he's now balancing in his mouth. That beer's full. So then he takes now the now empty glass that he's allowed to touch and places it upside down under the one in his mouth and very slowly backs backs the full one that he's not supposed to touch on to the bottom of the second one and then he from there just can quickly chug it it's wild it's fun yeah what's more fun is all of the welsh people in the background trying to like because this guy's like should we explain it and they're like no just do it mate just do it you know like whatever because they like don't want to have this you know Hey guys, like and subscribe YouTube video. I'm gonna show right. you my trick. It's like raw. The guy who does the trick wants. Oh, should, should we explain it? No, just get to it. <laughs> so that's fun. Is <laughs> listening to the people who want to see the trick, but who don't give a shit about this video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it the same trick? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, I just, I love it. You know, he's like, I didn't know I'd be a highly influential pint drinker. (laughs) Shout out to Ashley. She, when I first moved in with her, I tried to open something, I think, with my teeth. And she said, hey, teeth are treasures, not tools. Yes. And it stuck with me for a long time. And that's what came to my mind when I was reading this. I said, can't be doing this teeth are treasures not tools my mom always said i pay a lot of money for that mouth for those teeth because of the braces and the dental work so uh, but i like ashley's approach it's a lot gentler i paid a lot of money for that stop it (laughs) yeah speaking of you know you pay a lot of money for it and somebody needs to stop it our next story comes (laughs) to us from wfsb.com plainville family finds bear hibernating under their deck Uh (laughs) uh-oh (laughs) <laughs> oh yogi bear uh, hey, boo boo. <laughs> so you know bears hibernate that picnic basket you know what i'm saying Ooh. bears hibernate it's a thing they do where they just eat a bunch of food gain a bunch of weight and then sleep for the winter which honestly that's what i'm doing today i do everything but sleep all winter i <laughs> i mini hibernate i just gain a bunch I of eat weight. a bunch of food i lay around and i get a cold <laughs> yes so so it's my own hibernation but they found a black bear taking refuge under their deck of their home that's yeah that's scary because especially when spoiler alert 
the city is like, well, leave it alone. Yeah. Like they're not going to come and help them. Nope. What can you do? It's hibernating. It's busy. But <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't take the dog out. I have to take the dog for a walk in the snow. Can't use my backyard because there's a bear out there yeah. that has taken it. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of enjoy that, like, stake your flag mentality that this bear had. He's like, oh, y'all came into the forest and took all my shit? <laughs> I'm gonna come take your shit back. Like, it's it's decolonizing. <laughs> I like it. You're right. When you bear look at is, that way. is a warrior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, just leave him alone, though. If he's not bothering anybody, he's not creating a disturbance, then leave him alone. It's like, his presence is a bit of a disturbance, but okay. Yeah. Uh, at any point, I here's what's happening. I have a 1500 pound bomb underneath my deck. No kidding. <laughs> and there's no timer on it. So at any point it could go off. I guess <laughs> we'll have to name it Marty and make a TikTok for it. So the wildlife biology on Black Bear program, like this, this gentleman, Jason Holly's like, it's a common occurrence in Connecticut. Okay. A COC is a reason for me to not go to Connecticut, a common occurrence in Connecticut. They get about 15 to 20 calls a year with bears dinning under decks and porches. Go to a cave, you lazy assholes. Lazy assholes. The black bears. <laughs> Please don't come from, oh, now I'm going to get haunted by a black bear. It's going to come come get me. Yes. They basically have a bomb under their deck that at any point could wake up and go off. And they're like, Nah, you're you're fine. <laughs> Speaking of uh, bombs and explosions, <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> from the Independent.co, a woman sues Bar for serving her alcohol after she causes a ten million home or ten million dollar home explosion. How bad was okay. the? How bad was the diarrhea? Where do you have that written down? That's a good <laughs> one. Yeah, thank you. I just thought of it. Because I've caught I've caused some some three million dollar home explosions in my day, but never a 10 million. A a Canadian woman is convicted of impaired driving in 2019 and she got in a crash that led to a massive explosion. So she is saying the explosion causing damages that are pegged at 13 million Canadian, which translates to about 9.8 you know. Uh, U.S. Mm-hmm. where we live, she, she okay. is lucky to be alive. It sounds like she broke a gas line. Oh my god! Yeah, Ooh. but she is she's uh, she was sentenced to prison for three years in 2021. But she's now filing a lawsuit against the company, saying that they share some of the liability for civil lawsuits filed by the victims because she was overserved. Here's yeah. the deal: it's not their fucking fault. You know, that's, ah, but I mean, there's rules for a reason if you overserve, you know? Yeah, but I don't like the idea of putting it on. No, I'm not going to call food service people minimum wage workers because they're not, they're minimum wage plus tips, you know? Right. So like, it's different, but regardless, you can't blame a bartender for not knowing what you're like who knows how she was acting that's maybe fair. she seemed fine that's fair yeah 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 so uh, i don't, I don't know. know it's not their fault ah <sighs> yeah that's fair but uh yeah anyway so i guess in canada you can do lawsuits too frivolous 
Speaking of frivolous lawsuits, yeah. Uh, here's one that I feel like is important. <laughs> you know, the so you know, I, I have a pension for um class action lawsuits. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, got an email. Um, so thinks, which is period underwear, um, <clears throat> claim claim that they were made of non-toxic, blah, blah, blah. Not true. They have a $4 million class action lawsuit against them because of PFAS, which are basically toxic chemicals <laughs> like coming into your body. And so they uh, are sued. They've been sued. And so they have this, but there's two brands, which are NYX and Thinks. And both are basically being like, oh yeah, you know, when we said like it's chemical free and safe, um, <laughs> totally not. Anyway, but the bullshit thing is these these underwear cost like $40 a piece, $30 to $45, $50 a piece. But the class action lawsuit is a maximum of three pair for $7 a pair if you sign into the class action lawsuit. However, you can opt out of that class action lawsuit and still sue on your own, but you have to opt in or opt out. But it's basically bullshit. Like they've been wait. So if you us. if you opt in, they're yes. just going to give you free underwear, even though the underwear no. is toxic. No, they're going to give you seven dollars for for each pair that you've bought if you have proof of that for up to twenty one dollars. Oh, but twenty one bucks. Opt- but what if you got like chemical burn on your hoo ha or whatever? Well, that's why you can opt out of that class action lawsuit and be able to retain uh be able to retain your own um counsel and still sue them but you have to opt out of the class action it's crazy these fucking companies are poisoning us it's wild anyway anyway that wasn't even one of our stories no it just made me so mad that they were like oh here's (laughs) we potentially poisoned you and ruined your ability you know put chemicals up in you here's seven dollars sorry sorry about that anyway speaking of sorry sorry (laughs) from msn.com a woman considers calling off engagement after her cousin gifts her fiance a subscription to her OnlyFans. so so this is it's originally from the post uh from the reddit forum off my true up true off my chest and she comes from a large family, lots of cousins in their 20s and 30s. Everyone's exchanging gifts. And one of her cousins found an easy gift solution for all the men who were married or dating a family member. And it was just a subscription to her OnlyFans. Girl. Girl. So That's inappropriate. Inappropriate. I'll say inappropriate. it. Yeah. Well, is she... Is her OnlyFans... Question. Is her OnlyFans her giving dating and love advice? no no adult nudity or or content maybe she's maybe (laughs) maybe she's just out there being like hey here's how to do something really nice randomly or here's the best way for a date night maybe she's giving advice and we're on the wrong side of this it appears to be that she her only fans was your standard in your chonies only fans unfortunately Okay. All right. All right. I was just, I was just, you know, advocating, advocating for, you know, the You're devil. absolutely right. However, that was not the case. And when this woman was <laughs> called out on it, she says, I'm not trying to be sexual. 
or, you know, I'm just marketing. Like I'm trying to get a business off the ground. Some of you guys don't even know what it's like to run a fucking business. (laughs) (laughs) Do love an entrepreneur. And once you know how to run a business, then you could talk to me about running a business. I don't know the quote from Kim Kardashian, but I think I'm pretty close. Nobody wants to work anymore. It's true. Get off their asses. Get off your asses and work. (laughs) So, uh, you know, they were like, listen, that's, you know, Reddit users weighed in, had their own opinions, of course. But the fact that she specifically targeted to men already in relationships with her family members, that's maximum level trashy hey that's a vibe that's a vibe yeah like did you get grandma and grandpa one individually she didn't gift them to anybody who she's related to so at least that's good but just you know the people she's related to's uh significant others and so then the fiance of this woman because at this point you're like oh, okay well you don't have to call off your engagement like you just have to maybe cut ties with your kind of inappropriate cousin but then she pulled aside her fiance and found out that he like kept it and lied about it. He pocketed it and opened it. It's it's a bummer. And like now this girl's aunt, like the cousin's aunt is like, sorry, didn't mean for her to ruin Christmas and all your relationships. Sorry. <laughs> oh, truly ridiculous. Ridiculous. But, you know, <clears throat> we have some ridiculous things that were left at the lost and found apartment of travel lodge in 2022 i love this list yes we have another listicle for all of our trashy trashy list lovers and lost and found travel lodge 2022 lots this is in the 580 uk based locations in last year which gets 19 million people annually across the breadth of uk so here's some uh stuff that you know, just some of our favorites. A sleigh full of Christmas presents. Santa, what are you doing at the old travel lodge? Huh? You meeting up Is with it... uh, somebody other than Mrs. Claus? What's going on? No. Hmm. Was somebody very naughty at the travel lodge and you had to personally investigate? How, I hate to break your bit, but how good did John do being Santa Claus for us? He did so good. It was so good. We love you, John. John listens, I think, every week, except when he like is busy because he has heart, a- heart, heart. Thank you. No, it was thank truly you lovely. So much. I like I that's why I couldn't do that bit with you. Cause I was like, I'm not gonna come up here and do some half-assed Santa. Thank you. When I know I also don't get the bit. Santa but that's that's different. Yeah, Santa Craft is it should be treasured. Nobody should just dabble in Santa Craft. I'm saying, did did Santa have an affair and leave his sleigh at the travel lodge? I see. No, I think just a bunch of weirdos leaving things behind. Oh, oh. my God, I see it. <laughs> it says right here a sleigh full of Christmas presents. I was like, what is she doing? It oh, yeah, that was one of the things left behind. I I missed it. I, I was like, it's January 23rd, Erica. Let Christmas go. It does say a sleigh full of Christmas presents. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing left <laughs> was the keys to a Sunseeker Hawk 38 powerboat. What are you talking about? Sorry. Okay, no, that was a joke. That was a joke on how I was being stupid. <laughs> You're going to need the keys to the boats. It ain't going to go if you ain't got the keys unless you're paddling. Uh, there was a barrister's wig and gown left behind, probably after a freaky fucking night. Ooh. Maybe barrister play. 
barrister craft should be respected. <laughs> barrister play is just like one person coming up to the stand and the other person being guilty, guilty. Yeah. And then spanking them, you know? Yep. I'm just it, guessing. I, I I wouldn't know. I've never done it. Yeah. Of course. <gasps> A 50 year old Paddington bear. Oh, did you see all those images of Paddington bear walking Queen Elizabeth into heaven when she died? <laughs> did you see? No, I'm not crazy. But that's like some super specific fan fiction that feels definitely right. Like the Venn it, diagrams yeah. definitely cross. So that yeah, makes sense. It was like Paddington holding the queen's hand, leading her into Is heaven. Is he dead? Is Paddington I, bear that's, deceased? So, so I was like, I need somebody to explain this to me because people on Twitter were losing their mind. They're like, is Paddington their Grim Reaper? Like, why is he escorting the queen to heaven? Because it was like, the caption was like, thank you, ma'am, or something, or something very, it was like an official Paddington drawing. And then people memed it to hell. And it would be like the queen meeting like Kobe and Chris Walker, or uh. Paul Walker. Oh yeah! Yeah, it's not. I'm not laughing. It's just why was Paddington walking her to heaven? I think that the Queen did a video with Paddington Bear at one point. So now and maybe he that's gets to why her to heaven. Yeah, but then there's like this BuzzFeed article about like royal like the royal guard statement please asking people to stop leaving paddington bears and marmalade sandwiches outside of the you know for the queen yeah but she did she yeah she would carry she pulled out a marmalade sandwich from a purse and like a video and i guess people really just went hard for that video they loved it i guess so then paddington walked her to I, i okay well great I love it. I mean, meme on. I just was so confused. But there was a a Union Jack printed sorry that was left behind, which sounds kind of sick. Kind of sounds very super like up. weird Bollywood punk. <laughs> like it's yeah, yeah. That's it's weird. It's, it's a cool choice. I mean, I, you know, it is weird. It is maybe like, I don't want to get, don't come at me if I, by saying it was a cool choice, because it just sounds like it looks cool. Okay. I'm not saying that colonization was cool. So don't come for me. It just sounds cool. You know, like when Ginger Spice would always wear the Union Jack flag, British flag outfits. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. But the fact that it's a sorry. Okay. But I think it's cool. God. Don't make me I keep beefing with air right now. Okay. I think it's cool. Uh, Let me live. It, I'm going to Google it. Union Jack. Sorry. I bet, it's, I bet it's real. Yeah, it's real. And guess what? It looks cool. I think saris look cool. I saris are amazing. I think that they're beautiful. It's just and, the. Um, and I think that Union Jack flag looks cool. But like I get it. Represent, but. Uh, no, but it's I'm not like the no I, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm kidding i'm c- cutting all that cutting all that it's not a confederate flag sorry yeah, kind of but anyway is it gosh i gotta brush up on my british uh, the, history the british <laughs> colonization <laughs> and imperialism lots was, of slavery stuff that's how they made their money and then 
here's this when when the uk released their slaves uh-huh. you know, good on them they paid reparations that sounds awesome yeah. right no they paid them to the slave owners for the loss oh. of income how fucked is that that feels like kind of um it feels like the same logic behind like a ppp loan or something like that where they're like here's some money to pay your workers now because i know you're going through a hard time and can't afford to pay them since that's certainly that's why you had slaves is because you couldn't afford to pay them right here's some reparations now pay them yeah anyway no, not not right. Not the same. I don't even know if I should have drawn the line between the PPP loans and that, except that I just associate those loans to going to like every Trump kid and not to actual small businesses. So kind of feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, ugh. anyway, imperialism talk aside, the U.S. is no better. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not shitting on you. We're just shitting on history. Anyway. Let's- point out why the u.s is so bad and get into our dumpster fire if you're ready of course of course Uh, i'm ready are are you ready though yes i'm ready oh my god god so much editing to do i know i'm sorry thank god that you've got time (laughs) shit i'm sorry i'm not laughing at you for being unemployed what right, is anyway. wrong with me? I, we're not doing okay, okay? No, the listeners will never hear that. <laughs> Lord. Just kidding. All right, all right, let's get it. All right. Um, this comes to us from a prestigious journalist organization called the NewYorkPost.com. Do we have to stop using them? Like, I watched that Harry and Meghan doc, and I'm like, man, we got to cut it with the with the British media, you know? The own, I mean, the New York Post, you know, I think owned by like we have to stop using daily news, right? That's that one's okay. Here's the question What, where do we draw the line? Because they're all horrible, they've all done horrible things. Sure, if we have to get into ethical journalism, we're gonna have like the Comanche County Chronicle. Oh, and someone's Substack left. So, like, yeah, yeah, you know, think about the ethics of the sources that we get our news from. Otherwise, we're just going to be dicing and slicing. And here's what no- we ought to do: yeah. let's watch Spice World. Okay, because it is a movie that deals with the British press, and then kind of like just not use the one that is featured in Spice World. Great, but you know the Spice World isn't streaming anywhere, and it's almost impossible to buy. No, it's not. What are you saying, babe? It's not streaming anywhere. And a DVD, are you saying a DVD right now on Amazon, forty five dollars? Are you joking? I have um, that. I have it at my house. Also, then let's watch it together. But babe, it is one of the hardest pieces of media to find. By the it's way, a VHS the- type, seventy seven bucks. It's like rocked to shit on. Okay, so IMDb gives it a 3.6 out of 10. Wrong. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 35%. Wrong. Walmart.com, five out of five. So here's, I'm going to, I'm literally making a Rotten Tomatoes account right now so that I can give it a, a higher score because that movie, I watched it. I watched it in the pandemic. I participated in an, uh, a podcast and did an episode. Ooh, I wish I could remember the name of the podcast. Ooh, I wish I could because I plug it right now. But I'm basically convincing people to watch it. And so I rewatched it. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It it aged 
great. Yeah. Still relevant. Still good. Are they the best actors? No. no. Who cares? Nobody's it's funny. To be. This is yeah. written by the, the best British comedic minds. It's funny. Watch Spice World. Can you really not get Spice World? It's hard to tell. No. It's like not streaming anywhere. Yeah. You can watch it on Prime, Amazon. You can, you have to buy it. Oh mm-hmm. my God. This video is look, look currently unavailable in your location. <gasps> oh, I'm telling you. Why are they hiding this from us? Oh my God. This goes all the way to the top. This isn't even the dumpster fire, but it should be. Why? Why are we being kept away from Spice World? Oh my God. I have to find this DVD. I have it. And I would never find it. Find it. Ever get rid of it. Please don't. Yeah. Find it anyway. Wow. This is like fine. This is like going on Antique Roadshow and you're like, have this thing and you're like oh this is like some piece of shit from my grandma's house and they're like it's worth 29.6 million dollars <laughs> oh the dream i'm hoping <laughs> some little ampi figurine that we have at grandma's house is one of those. <laughs> the butter river gold <laughs> coin just a reminder <laughs> available time is now. running out <laughs> if you buy one by the time this episode airs we'll throw in a second one for free so somehow <laughs> you get to pre-listen to this episode <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, All right. Here's the dumpster get, fire. Yeah, we got to get straight. What's this been? Tangent. I, what is this? A three hour podcast now? You got a lot to cut. I'm so sorry. I had a whole ass burrito, listeners. You don't even know that part. Well, not the whole thing. I took a lot of bites of it, though. I feel sick, too. All right. <laughs> Just shit together. You hear I'm going to need to take a, a day bath with the door open to really recover from this. Don't. There's ghosts. <laughs> i don't know why that was so funny i'm out there fighting for my life you just said it so oh who cares carol baskin's husband is not dead or the husband the the husband that alive that uh what's his face tiger king said that he was fed to a tiger that's not true i guess allegedly but yeah so so if you remember the Netflix documentary about Joe Exotic, his tiger farm, and the cast of characters like Doc Annals, Carol Baskin, all those crazy characters. Carol Baskin runs a rescue down in Florida. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> but so um, her husband was declared dead in 2002 because he was missing for so long. So Joe Exotic, <laughs> not the not the hero we want but the hero we deserve kept referring to her or kept saying that she had killed her husband had something to do with his death fed him to tigers etc etc so but there's an interview that has resurfaced recently from november 2021 with uh itv's this morning baskins alleged that her ex who was declared legally dead 2002 is actually alive and well so she said she was like all of this drama has been made about me having something to do with his disappearance when homeland security has known where he is so he disappeared oh wait he disappeared in 1997 declared dead in 2002 but she says that she didn't think that he was capable of supporting himself 
So she's glad to hear that he's still alive and well in Costa Rica, but that he that she agreed to let him take about a million dollars to Costa Rica to prove that he can make a living. So that's weird and confusing for a lot of reasons. And let me break them down now in Cassandra's Corner. <laughs> Welcome to Cassandra's Corner. First of all, Cassandra's what? wait, hold on. Oh, go ahead. Cassandra's Corner. Welcome to Cassandra's Corner. First of all, what? You had a million dollars spare in 1997? Oh, they were That's hella rich. Crazy. How do you think they'd be buying tigers? I don't know. I mean, with inflation, I still feel like I could get a tiger for about 35000 I mean, is that wrong? I bet. I, let's, I, I can get you a tiger. I was going to say, I can get you a tiger. Don't for Google 15. how much a tiger costs because it's going to, it's, you're going to find yourself in a bad way. But, a million spare dollars in 1997 like they must have been they must have owned a railroad i mean robber barons <laughs> so baby baby i can get you a cat a cub for about 7500 that's what i'm saying so, so what you do is you give me $35,000 and then well, i'll they, get you a tiger cub <laughs> i mean you can i could buy 7 times 5 yeah, but you, I'm a broker. You don't know how to get to yeah, the market. I know how to get right, to the market. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your fees, and then there's other fees. Yeah, oh, there's other fees. There's this daily expenses. Works. You know, feed for they the tiger. don't tell you this when you're about to buy a tiger. You know, it's the hidden fees. Oh my fees. god, it's yeah, the hidden yeah. fees. But what are you gonna do? It's like, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a part of influence. You know, you get I'm, so you feel bad, and then you just do it anyways because all the paperwork's been done. I'm cash poor, but I'm tiger rich. You know, so that's <laughs> so. 1997 a spare million dollars they're in a marriage and then she says i don't think you could take care of yourself and he says i'm gonna go to costa rica i'm gonna take a million of our dollars since we have so many of them and i'm gonna prove it to you and she's like okay don said bet <laughs> what the f like don. what and then you can't yeah in the 90s how do you to talk to Costa Rica in the 90s without a bunch of calling cards and like perhaps a payphone. This is I don't the think they 90s. were in touch. I don't think they okay. were in touch. So then why is she filing a missing persons report and declaring him dead in 2002? It's like he's not dead. He's in Costa Rica as far as you know because it's Money. the 90s. But he didn't communicate back. So maybe she's like, okay, go ahead. Go send down there. And then when she didn't hear oh. from him because he was like, I'm fucking out. That's when she was like, well, I guess he died. And then, you know, got this whole That's thing. not fair. You can't just take off to another country. And then when you don't call back in the 90s, 1997, <laughs> no doubt, the year of Spice World, by the way. Okay, it's oh, all coming together. It's all <laughs> you. You can't, you're not going to hear. I don't even know that people on other continents had phones in 1997 you didn't oh, even have Jesus to use God. area codes not 1831 use... they weren't uh -uh. communicating by uh morse code and telegrams <laughs> letters only okay the pony express is running between costa rica and carol baskets let me tell you something kids in the 90s early 90s you didn't even, you had a seven digit phone number and that was it. There weren't even enough phones in the nineties to justify area codes yet. Yeah. Okay. Area codes. Yeah. 580, 405. That was a big deal. 
Oklahoma had one huge. area code, 405, right? And then at one point, we split into three. There's 580, 405, and 918. And it was big deal. Big deal. And uh, there's, it was 303 was the Colorado area code. Wow. And now it's like 303, 720, 970, 719. Not, uh uh-uh. uh. And now, oh God, don't even get me started on LA. There's like six of them here. Eric, but this uh, is Oklahoma, 2023. Oklahoma got a new one in 2011. I didn't even know called 539. We are coming up. Who is she? Yeah. So anyways, the point is, if if we can, if we can wrap up Cassandra's corner here (laughs) is that I don't, I don't buy the backstory. Now, do I know whether or not this man is alive? No, but I just think it's like, it's not lining up and maybe allegedly Homeland Security is the one who was in contact and declared him alive. You don't, if I worked at Homeland Security in the fucking 90s by the way no i think they they did this recently they've been in why him recently well because all the you know so homeland security wasn't even formed until 2002 because of 9-11 so it was sometimes i I would never forget that babe sometimes (laughs) you you want me to describe what it is in case you've forgotten 9-11 no i remember okay i i remember do you it it gets hazy let me tell you that i just know i i I decided to play a softball game that day. It was a vote by the team, but man, (laughs) the the, the coach came to us and was like, we cannot play or we can play. It's up to y'all. But if we don't play, we're letting the terrorist win. Sometimes I get my wires crossed and I'm like, oh, I remember 9-11. I was outside with my running group, but I'm like, oop, nope, that was Columbine. 9-11 was, (laughs) hey, millennials. Y'all heard of this? (laughs) Help us. But we played a softball game to not let the terrorist win. We get the but you didn't go to your farmer competition because you guys thought you were next. <sighs> We've discussed 9-11 in great detail in on great this podcast. Detail. And we will not stop until we beat the terrorists. It is our what trauma. What the fuck are we yeah. talking about at this point? <laughs> Carol Baskins, who knows? My hair, I like I look crazed right now. Like my hair looks like I stuck my finger in an electric socket because I went on a whole tirade about how apparently the 90s we were still like to, using crows. Like the, the 90s hot Game air balloons to deliver yeah. messages. Yeah. Let me send a raven down to Costa Rica. If he goes to Costa Rica with a million dollars, which is unfathomable to me, you don't get to pronounce him dead, but he is gone. Yeah. So, but yeah, this all just kind of re-came out this week and I did an Instagram story as soon as I found out that he's alive. And, you know, a lot of people had a lot to say that, of course, she had something to do with it, but um, it came down to me and I had to say, did I regret thinking Carol Baskins had something to do with her husband's death and probably, you know, clamming on or do I not? And I sat there with myself and I said, no, I don't regret it. The evidence felt clear to me. Yeah. I was one of the few people who watched Tiger King and left that thinking, wow, I feel really bad for Carol Baskin. And like Joe Exotic is not a hero. I don't even find him humorous. He is a sick man and deserves to be in jail. But that doesn't mean that I like her. And so the fact that she's entering into my news sphere again is just like annoying to me. Yeah. Because 
it's like, okay, but like, girl, no one cares anymore. You know, you're not, you're not the meme anymore. So no one really cares. She like really wants to clear her name. This is, this is Carol Baskin's spare, you know? (laughs) She didn't bring it up. It it, like, it it was like resurfaced from an interview. She did like almost, you know, a year and a half ago. Homeland Security brought it up because he thought that we need to know kind of like how james comey released all that stuff before hillary and trump he's like oh i think i feel like people need to know Mm -hmm. don't forget that he did that everyone i'll I'll never don't you forget because then he became like kind of this like vigilante punk like fbi hero when he started standing up to trump and stuff don't you forget that he did that he messed with that elect oh god what time is it we gotta go anyway you gotta get me out of here you gotta get this mic away from me this is going all the way to the top we have so much gutting to do this is if, gonna be the most edited if, chopped and screwed episode of trashy trashy no ever. don't edit anything including the part where i went to go get a burrito and you were just recording loose loose uh stings by yourself just like you do two podcasts you do the unabridged and the abridged for, yes, if we get five supporters on our yes. anchor.com ad, if we get five <laughs> monthly pledges, I will release the unedited raw insanity of this episode. Bye. You'll hear, That's all we're you'll hear when Eric. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, why are what are you hoarding? Should we take it up to should we take it up to six now? Six supporters. For seven. I'll leave that part of it in. What did you ask me? What are you hoarding? Oh, okay. So inched. Um, and don't think you haven't been the brown note this whole time. While I'm the acting this crazy, I had to poop. Oh, so that's probably fueling it. Anyways. Probably, yeah. So betwixt the Strip and Fremont Street in Vegas lies an area known, well, I don't know what it was known as before, but it's where all like the little wedding chapels are and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, because you can get married in those hotels. But if you want to go like the old school fun Vegas wedding chapels, you have to go past the stratosphere and you're into this new neighborhood, whatever. And it's called now, I don't know what it was called before. I already said that. It's called the Arts District. Oh. I'm hoarding the Arts District of Vegas. It's friggin' cool. We spent almost, we were super hungover after our night of uh, Grey Goose and Coors Banquet. But when we, um, when we finally got our shit together, when I was able to hold down a sandwich, we uh, went to this arts district area and I mean this with all due respect, but it was like, it, it felt like Vegas was like a real place, you know, yeah. as opposed yeah. to uh, a circus land. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like there was cute breweries and wine bars and like cute restaurants. And it was like in a, in a farmer's market and a oh. thrift and thrift stores and, I mean, they all had a little bit of a Vegas flair on it because like, obviously like the thrift stores in Vegas are going to have some wild shit, but it was really, really cool. So next time I go to Vegas, I kind of don't even, 
Yeah, it's you go arts district at least for a day. If you're going to do a weekend in Vegas, you can have your strip moment or whatever. Right. But like mm-hmm. make your strip moment the day that you're flying. Like don't even give a full day to the strip. Give like a good amount of time for this arts district in Vegas because it was so cool. We went to really great bars and yeah, just around the corner were like these famous wedding chapels, you know, where people run off to get married. Um, <clears throat> I liked it a lot. Uh, big fan. If you go hit me up and I'll tell you my favorite spots because I can't remember them right now because I can't remember hardly anything other than my name right now. Great. What are you hoarding? <laughs> Thank you so much for asking and <clears throat> letting us be here together. I'm hoarding The Mole on Netflix. It's a competition. The new one. Um, the new one. Yeah. I, I remember see. The Mole from back in the day. Mm-hmm. The new mole. It's mm-hmm. so fun. It's it's a little, you know, amazing race. They go to different destinations. They have to get out of things. So the concept is there's like you know, 12, 15 people. Mm-hmm. One of them is the mole. So these people are trying to bank, win these uh, challenges to bank money for the prize. The mole's objective, though, is to not be found out and to try to take away money from the prize pot. So somehow sabotage these challenges and missions. And then every night, the way they eliminate a player is you have to take a quiz about who you think the mole is. So it'll be like, what color shoes was the mole wearing today? Uh So it's like you have to be very observational of your surroundings or was the mole to the left or right of Kevin at at the lunch table? Like stuff like that. So if you get the lowest score, you are the mole. You are eliminated. But the way they do the scoring is insane. They have these cell phones and the host reads their names one at a time. And if your cell phone lights up green, you get to stay. But if your cell phone lights up red, you have to leave immediately. But then the whole time they're giving confessions being like, well, I think Sabrina tried to sabotage this mission. And I'm like, well, Sabrina is 5'3 and weighs 110 pounds soaking wet. So when you were trying to lift 500 pound boulders up a mountain, like your Atlas, I don't think Sabrina was intentionally sabotaging (laughs) the mission. I think she physically was not capable of doing some of the, you know, just like it's little things like that where people are like, Oh man, I saw Kevin yawning during. Does the, the audience know who the mole is? No. And does the mole change from episode to episode? No, one mole the whole time. But I knew uh, the person I thought it was was the mole, and I was very excited. What but... happens if the mole gets the lowest score? Oh, no, they the don't. always say, yeah, the mole's always safe. Yeah, yeah. And then there's challenges where wow. it's like, okay, we could if we all do this challenge of like just sitting here or something, we'll get fifty thousand dollars. But if any of you walk over to this box and grab the immunity key, it means that you can't be eliminated that night, but the group does not win $50,000. And so it's like, okay, the option is sit here and do nothing for three hours and we win $50,000. But if one of you walk over and grab that key, no money, everyone else is up for elimination, you're safe. But so it's like, there's crazy, you know, social gaming in it. It's really interesting. But yeah, I'll I, watch it. I love this. I love I love that Netflix is getting people to sign up yeah. to participate in the kind of like social experiments that you don't hear about until like their redacted information comes out as public record from like the 70s. I, oh, I want to be I want to be on the mole so bad. I think I would thrive. Anyway, we got to get the on mole. the circle. 
babe. But babe, I think we'd be better on the mall. We, we got to do both. We got to do both. We just got to make the circuits. Yeah. Netflix, anyway. call us up. We're ready call to go. Us. Yeah. What We're are you throwing away? I'm sorry. We'll do ahead. your shitty. We'll do your weird social experiments. <laughs> we have no shame. Anyway, what are you throwing away? <laughs> I'm throwing away not the entire strip as a whole, the Vegas strip, but more just kind of. We stayed at the Park MGM. A delight. Highly Perfect. recommend. Very nice. There was an Italy. We were there very frequently. But I just kind of, it dawned on me in a way that it never has before, I suppose, yeah. that because I would always stay at the super cheap places. Yeah. And thinking that they were super cheap, but then kind of going around the whole strip and being like, oh, no, everywhere is kind of expensive mm-hmm. to an extent. So I kind of am throwing away the idea that like the entire Vegas strip has just agreed we're going to charge airport prices mm-hmm. for everything that we serve. Oh, you want now maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like per ounce I'm doing pretty good, but it's like here's here's a 18 ounce big gulp of truly. It's going to yeah. cost you $25. Yeah. And if you don't want it, then you don't drink. Your only other options are to go and sit at a slot machine and put $20 in, hope you don't lose it for then a waitress to take 17 minutes. I got a trick for you. Okay. What you do, you go up to one of the bars that has video poker, right? Sure. So what you do is you put $20 in that video poker. Doesn't Uh matter if you're not playing. What you do is you hit a button every five to 10 seconds slowly but you get the bar to 10 seconds slowly just like i mean just like you kind of pace out you know making decisions hitting the buttons you're not just Mm -hmm. like you're not actively playing playing you're just Mm -hmm. kind of pacing yourself right Mm -hmm. so you do this you get the bartender's attention you can sit there for an hour on 20 dollars playing like the penny nickel cheap video poker but you're not really playing you're not in it you're not mentally trying to win you're just trying to last long enough to get your drinks sure that's how you do it yeah i mean i just i'm i was fooled because what do you do when you're at a bar or like like an, an actual establishment it's still you're paying airport prices i paid $20 $20 for a cocktail at a bar for a restaurant. And I was like, well, uh, yeah, I guess that's it is what, what, it is. what we've yeah. agreed to do. Yeah. So that was also something that nice about the arts district is that the arts district is priced the way that normal places are priced. Everything. It's just the strip. You're on the strip and a lot of people don't leave the strip. And so then they just charge you like it's a, just a giant stadium or a giant airport and you're just paying the most prices. And I don't know. It just kind of doesn't feel fair because they're making so much money on gambling. Yeah. And well, the it used to be so expensive. Cheap, I don't know, but not anymore. It's really, it's really expensive. I don't, I didn't love that. I didn't love that at all. Yeah. So I'm throwing that out. What are you throwing yeah. out? All right. Well, teach their own, but the video poker, that's the trick. You just sit there. Now and just I know. Absently minded to hit it. You get drink, drink, drinks because you're playing. Yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) what I'm throwing away, I'm throwing away a documentary called The Price of Glee on ID Discovery. Babe, that is a blatant, bad cash grab. Sorry, say that one more time. The Price of Glee. 
a documentary about the show Glee. Oh, okay. It's just not good. <laughs> it's just not sure. good. And it, it just feels cheaply made. It's people that are like, I one time met them at a bar. I know them. And you're like, okay. You so know, they couldn't get any real Glee people. No, it's all just people that were like, it's Discovery Plus. I was their roommate or I was uh, an extra on the third season. And you're like, okay, this is just, let these, you know, poor people that passed from the show yeah pass and then exploit the fuck out of one of them because he's a bad person but it's just it's just not i don't love it i didn't love it i didn't think it was well done i thought it was sad and a cash grab and uh yeah i, I was i was trying to i couldn't even finish it that's where i'm at couldn't even okay. finish it so. don't watch it discovery plus that wouldn't now bye yeah anyway where, eh, where do the people find you you can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram, TikTok, and you can find, that's all I want to be found, actually. That's all I want to be found. <laughs> what about you? Where can they find you? Find me at Cast Cardenas on Instagram, and you can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod at Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Trashy Trashy Podcast at gmail.com, Trashy Trashy Podcast.com. You can tell us why you're trash. You can send us stories. We love both of those things. We also love a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to. And maybe even like a nice thing to say if you want to. It really helps our podcast out. And you heard it from Erica. If you support this podcast, if we get seven, do we say? Seven? Five. Five for 99% of the uncut episode seven and we'll give those two last people a hundred percent of the there you go you can support us on anchor for as little as 99 cents 99 cents you and like four other people if you just did it you we might get the you might get the unabridged episode i can't say it's worth it no i don't know this was crazy this was one of i this is one of the most unhinged episodes i feel like we've had to date Truly. It certainly felt like it to me. Yes. The when rails you go back and were listen awesome. to it. Yeah, there there were no rails here. We were we were like driving boats on land. I think. <laughs> Truly. I was taking a train to the ocean. Insane. Hold on. Anyway. But you can also show people your love for this podcast physically. You know, tell them about it, but you can also buy merch at trashy trashy podcast.threadless.com com where we have all sorts of designs up there you can buy them baby trash can shirts trashy trashy i lie to my therapist <clears throat> florida man allegedly pugnacious all sorts of fun shirts my mom texted me and she says i love my mama trash can shirt so much i hardly take it off since christmas is this a cry for help but also <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> The amount of friendships I have where I'm like, is this a cry for help or <laughs> thank you? And you're just like, okay, thank you. Thank you. You can find us anywhere online, buy our merch, and thank you so much for listening. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay good, bitch. You too. Let's, let's go ahead and take a nap, huh? Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>